Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stace and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. And they said, look, we lost 750000 the first year and we're only starting to make money now year seven. You're like, oh, really? All right. <laughs> Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, that is us. Welcome back to our party. Yeah, look, it's a weekly party. You can have it at any time you want. Let us know if you're doing it after midnight and before 6am because I'm finding that quite juicy. Yeah, we'd really, yeah, that would be a cool thing. Back in the day when I was trying to get TJ off the ground, Mm. I would shoot off, even when I was trying to get into radio, I would shoot off my most powerful kind of ballsy emails at about 2am. It was like something came over me. But hang on, were you not contemplating shit that might look weird if I'm sending it to this big person and it's coming through at 2.22am? I was in such a zone that I wouldn't even care. Really? Yeah, I was like, as long as it gets to them, bang, 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 Is that when you started emailing Ryan Seacrest's people? Yeah. (laughs) And how did that go? Really, really good. got a few meetings. Don't worry. Yeah, bro. Uh, Back then I was really targeting, uh, remember Perez Hilton was huge? Yes. And I thought... Yes, I wanted yes, to be Perez. an entertainment reporter because that's all I'd seen chicks do, yeah. really. There wasn't really many doing kinds of stuff that we're doing in front of me. So I was like, all right, if I'm going to do that, I've got to gotta make it big overseas. <laughs> so I emailed Perez. Did and Perez ever get back yeah, to you? Yeah, he was like, we just we, we interned but not from Australia. Oh, wow. So you just got to go out there, you know? Do you know what? No, Not very many people do that stuff. Like no. their, their contact <laughs> well, details. Why do you think I'm here and they're not? Are on their website, but no, everyone's just freaked out. Yeah. It's, it's the generation below us too, like my younger brother. Like he wants to do this job in conservation. You know, I've been saying to him for six months, just shoot an email. Just just <laughs> see just see where, you know, ask a few questions, see if you can pop in. Uh, every time I speak to him, I'm like, oh, did you manage to get around? Nah. No, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, but that would that would be mind blowing for him. But like, he's afraid that like, he's afraid. He'd be like, "Oh," he said. I think they might think I'm a bit freaky if I do that. I'm like, "No, that's what the info but you, to, at Greenpeace is for." I think people did think I was freaky, <laughs> and I think I was okay with that. I think that's the difference. Maybe he's not okay. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, welcome. Uh, we are two chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying on this podcast every week. You can download brilliant episodes at thinkergirls.com.au of all inspiring, amazing. Women from the past three years, uh, Christy and my friendship began on that podcast. So if you go back to the very beginning, you can hear all of them. We've been underselling that. It's four years. Oh, September, it's four years. So three and a half, right? No, nah, it's more than we think. Because I went back the other day when I was looking for, through podcasts and I was like, 
We say three, but it's four years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look, that's what happens when you're having fun, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, our radio show is across the country of a night time from 7 p.m., so you can download that um, on a podcast also if you like. But this particular – oh, I'm so excited to I speak to this chick because, oh, well, we've met her for the first time on the Logie's Red Carpet, right, when she was doing Shark Tank and we were doing red carpet stuff. I think I bailed by that point because, remember, oh. I had to get a flight midway through doing the Logie's Red Carpet because my dad was picking me up out the front in a so, ute. Yes, I do remember yeah. that. And then where Carrie Bickmore was coming up, going for gold, you were running down there with your suitcase. Yeah, it's it true. Quite yeah. embarrassing. Mm, down the red carpet. But whatever you got to do, you know. <laughs> um, this particular chick had written a book. I reckon I read it maybe almost 10 years ago. And mm. it was the first entrepreneurial book that I ever read. Wow. Um, and it was so inspiring, but so grassroots Aussie, you know, you can, you could do it. Like so many things you read of Oprah, it's like so kind of far, far away. And this was so, so close. Um, she is the founder of Boost Juice, uh, owns a whole heap of other um, parent companies. Uh, she's also an investor on Channel 10's Shark Tank. And we are talking about Janine Alice, who joins us on the show. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hey, Good. Janine. We're great. Good. Oh, we're stoked to have you here for the next little bit of time. Oh, no, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, and so in terms of Shark Tank and everything, are you guys still filming? How does that work throughout the year? No, no, we're completely done. So we were done in November. Okay, okay. So we're, yeah, so we're completely finished. So for us it was like, wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, okay, um, right. So, yeah, so, but, uh, but yeah, it's actually when people go, oh, tell us the best pictures. I'm like, oh, I have to look through my list. <laughs> um, and is there stuff that you've invested on that's kind of starting to take off now? Look, the reality is with any with any um, new businesses is they actually take a couple of years to get going. So, you know, I caught up with the Shark Tank, the guys from Shark Tank in America, and they said, look, we lost 750000 the first year and we're only starting to make money now year seven. You're like, oh, really? Oh, right. wow. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. Uh, is that a cool thing to be around because there's somebody um, that is such a powerhouse like yourself and has such a creative entrepreneurial brain, it's something that's obviously just really built into you. Does that feel like a really nice place to be in where you can kind of um, be in a, a breeding ground for other people doing the same thing? Like does it get your juices kind of flowing too? Absolutely. And I think that we're all students. We're always students forever. And, you know, I, you know, we sit there as you know, mentors of these people. But to be honest, you know, half the stuff I'm learning is from them, mm. you know, because they're coming up with new ideas and new industries and what's working, what's not working. So you sit there as a student, not just as a teacher. And I think that if, everyone, if anyone ever gets to a point where they go, yes, I know everything and I'm the God's gift to everything, well, they're in trouble. So yeah, I think okay. you go into the world going, I'm here to learn and I can learn from anyone. So, yeah. and you know, that's what's great about the Shark Tank is I get to, to learn as much as give knowledge. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's cool. It feels like a very cool time at the moment, though, especially with online, like in the last, you know, like five to ten years. With, I don't know, like it used to be such a – maybe it's just that I'm a bit older now or I, I don't know, maybe a combo of the both where it was like, oh, my God, this person owns a business. It was like, whoa, they're a hello big shop. But then I've so many people around me now, it feels like every third or fourth person has some, you know, some kind of online business or they're starting with their partner or there's some kind of – um, thing that they're kind of, you know, trying to get off the ground. And that's really empowering and exciting too. Oh, look, you know, I think people don't uh, not 
don't understand fully what's involved with selling their own business. You know, people want to leave a 40-hour job to work 100 hours and not earn a salary for three years. <laughs> the reality is a little bit different to... I um, agree. I think and, it, it is a bit romanticised, mm-hmm. I think, to be honest. In all of those examples that you've told, there's a lot of people that think that it's kind of you're going to quit your job and there's going to be a dream, mm-hmm. and it's not the reality. No, and look, we had to sell our family home and, you know, we had more debt than we could possibly pay off in five lifetimes and, you know, we were all in, you know, that we mm. couldn't let this fail no matter what. And look, it paid off, but, you know, I remember one time, I um, I think I was three years in and, or two years in actually. Is this boost? Is this for boost? Yeah. yeah. With Boost, and I remember thinking, I don't know if I'm going to pay the wages and GST bill, and you know, because young businesses are really hungry for cash. <laughs> anyway, um, I picked up the BRW and I hit the rich list, and I'm going, oh my god, I've got more debt than I've ever had in my life. I've got no money in the bank account. I'm sold my family home. I'm living in a rental, and apparently, I'm worth twenty six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Isn't that bizarre? And we're kind of starting as we start to do the accounting and stuff, and the ebb and flow, and and all those kinds of things when it comes to you know, money coming in, money going out. It's real. It's not black and white. It's really tricky to try and get your head around as well. It's a, it's an interesting thing. You learn so many lessons and so many of them are linked to emotional, mm. like in terms of like yeah, let nuts. go of the control or, you know, not everything is going to be put into a box and, yeah, it's very, very tricky. Um, let's get stuck into the podcast, Janine. We each bring a gem to the table. Uh, Philip the Duck goes off to rein us in so we don't go on forever and we talk about a thought that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying. Do you have anything off the top of your head? Do you know what? The reality is when you get to 50, you tend to think it and say it. Uh, (laughs) You don't mind what people think of you. That's the bomb. But is there there anything that maybe you've said that is worth repeating and bringing to this show? Oh. Man. We'll give you some um, ideas, Christy. What do okay. you want to? What do you want to? Uh, I want to either talk about when people hang up in your ear on the phone. It's just the most frustrating thing. And my sister always does this to me, and she did it to me this week, and I haven't spoken to her since. Frustrating is a diplomatic way to put that, <laughs> isn't it? I think probably the one thing that I probably think that is the most frustrating thing I find at the moment. Where everyone's so politically correct. Yeah. That's what's probably driving me mad the most. You know, you you, you can't do. You know, when I went to school, we did a, a game called brandy, which basically meant you threw a ball as hard as you can at someone, brand them with a bruise, and then you win. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah, and you I want to bring. That, yeah. I want to bring uh, how you've got to watch that the second you um, can critique your partner, make sure that you're not you're not looking to put a mirror to yourself. What do yeah. you mean that you're not critiquing something within yourself? That well, you don't like? that you're not, you're not. That's exactly what you're having a go at. Really, is yeah, I do something that. within yeah. yourself, um, because that's, that's the fun. Normal. That's uh, the fun part of getting into a new relationship is remembering mm. that good old chestnut from uh, being into one. Um, that I'm definitely, yeah, definitely guilty of. Get ready, cause here I come. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry, we've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. Uh, Janine, do you want to kick off with the PC stuff? Because we love sure. this. As, as a show that has uh, really tried to push it but then also wants to stay on air, though, <laughs> you know, those codes have definitely started to get way more strict Yes, because beautiful. of the society we find ourselves yeah. in. Yeah, I know. It's really, seriously ridiculous. Yeah, so what do you – I mean, is there something – like when you say the things about the game, what, like what level are you thinking we've gone too far in specifically? Look, you know, I, I personally think that, you know, 
you've you've got to um, you know I think the children that we've got these days are, are um, you know it's too soft. I mean for God's sake, everyone gets a, a participation award. I mean mm. you, you know life life isn't like that. Life is actually about you know trying hard and achieving and moving ahead. And hey, guess what? It's pretty good to win. <laughs> and mm. even getting third's not bad. But let's just give everyone a participation award. Yeah. You know, and and the games. You know, let's. I think I read in the paper today is they're not allowed to bring their own footballs to school. You know, they might yeah. get injured playing football. You know, mm. oh for goodness sake, we're going to create a whole society of people that are so monocolored that you know they people won't be able to cope with the real life. It's terrifying because then when you say the word monocolored, like that's such a that's like a really big that's a fearful word for me. Like where you don't feel, you don't evoke emotion, you don't you know you just go down this beige line, and you mm. find it as well now with doctors straight away going straight to kind of antidepressants for yeah. anxiety yeah, and yeah, all the, it's so. Yeah. So terrifying that you can see right in front of us that we're becoming robots a little bit. But then I, yeah. the, the the thing that I find confronting too uh, is if you are somebody, and I suppose us three are on a, a similar page in that that is a terrifying thought. If you're not somebody that wants to bring kids into the world and raise them that way, how do you go about it? Because Janine, neither of us have kids. You obviously do. So how have you, how have you gone? Yeah, protecting them from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, making sure that you're, I don't know, raising good kids, but at the same time raising them in your way that may, in a lot of instances, kind of go against what societal norms are. Look, I think you, you know, I probably go back to my own childhood and, you know, they they need to do chores. They need to, you know, if they, they get pocket money, they don't get it. They have to get pocket money by actually doing something, not just because they exist and breathe. You know, I, um, you know, my, I, with my daughter come brings home in a participation award, we talk about it. We go, well, yes, you participated, but maybe if you did some training a bit earlier, that maybe, did you want to win? Yeah, I wanted to win. Well, you've got to put effort into win. So it's actually not actually just letting the status quo be what it is. And you know what? Kids will get hurt on playing grounds and people will get, you know, hurt by playing sport. But my God, you've got to actually do it because that's what life's about. It's like learning lessons. Mm. So you know what? And it's okay to say no. These parents will say you can't say no to the children. I mean, for, for God's sake, how are they going to learn if you don't say no? Where did you always, have you always been somebody that has kind of seen their vision and, and gone for it? Because you obviously sound like somebody that has not always, you know, has isn't rocked easily by what's around them. But I think that can be, and I think I would, I would say that I'm the same, but then I think at the same time, it's not, it's not, it takes a bit of work at the moment for me to make sure that I'm on that path. How have, how did you learn those kinds of skills or was that something that you've always felt like you are? Um, look, I think I'm, I am ultimately, I think a very positive person and one that's actually quite naive. I grew up in a very sheltered sort of lifestyle, um, you know, suburbs, you know, in the, in the suburbs of Melbourne and it really, you know, wasn't, it was a fairly quiet upbringing. So I didn't know much about the world, um, you know, never owned a passport. So for me, you know, I traveled around the world at 21 till I was 22 eight and then so that was sort of a, a lesson in itself so I wasn't this person that wanted to sell lemonade I wanted to have an adventure and mm-hmm. you know traveling taught you you know taught you a lot of things about people but yeah. most people are actually great people it also taught you problem solving because I got myself into trouble with the people that weren't so nice mm-hmm. and you know you you just had to sort it out and work it out and 
I think the greatest thing it taught me is a person that grew up not even seeing anyone of, with a different skin colour to me um, was that people are just people. doesn't matter if you're a rock star, which I worked on David Bowie's yachts. It doesn't matter whether it's him or you're the, you're the fisherman that actually the, catches the fish and you've got no money. You're just people are people. And that's probably the biggest lesson that you learn in life. And even in business, you know, people go, join business and go, oh, my God, that person's smarter than me or they know more, they're more educated, they're, you know, people label everyone at the end of the day everyone's just trying to you know do their thing that's a really cool lesson that you've gone out into the world and found yourself because as you say you know that that potentially wasn't passed on from your parents and you had to go out into the world to then pass that on to your kids which I think is I don't know I think that's a really empowering thing and it means more because it's not just that you've been told that stuff from your parents that then you pass on as a parent but you've gone out into the world and then found that out for yourself yeah, and I think at the end of the day, children come with their own DNA. I've got four kids and I've got one that's a full-on hippie. I've got one that's actually completely wants to be in corporate. I've got one who's <laughs> digital. I've got a, you know, so they, I think kids come with their own DNA. It's and yes, true, you yeah. influence them for a while. But if you sort of have these expectations that, you know, when you actually have a child, the following things are going to happen because you're going to raise them a certain way, you're going to be just bitterly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They are their own little, well, we are all, we are all our own people, really. Like you can't, everyone talks about children like then they're different to who you were we were all children at one point yeah. um well, you look at you look at your siblings yeah, um, you know, oh my god yeah, yeah. i could How not different are your siblings and yet they're the same parents same dna and you, continue, same and you continue to tell yourself that then you've got to try and uh find common ground because you are siblings and it's like no you wouldn't try and find common ground with joe blow um up the street that you thought was so different it's mm. interesting you put extra pressure on it you're already in the Thinker Girls posse. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, that's funny. And that kind of leads me into my gem hilariously because I, I'm one of three and I'm the oldest. And I've got a younger sister who's three years younger than me and a bro who's seven years younger than me. And my brother and I have always been very similar. And I guess we grew up with an age gap big enough where we didn't really have anything to fight about. So there was often... But you're similar. But interestingly, more recently, you're realising you're not as similar as you probably thought too. Yeah, there's a lot of differences too in terms of, um, I don't know, like a real kind of motivational mm. level. And I've, I've found that frustrating. And I think in a way... Because for so many years I've told people and told myself, oh, Paul and I, we're so similar that when he hasn't really been motivated to take control of his own life or think about his future, I think I, rec- I take that on on board more personally because I... You're like a, me. Yeah, but in yeah. a way, I'm like, fucking, I didn't do that. So you need to do this or because I 
Yeah, I, I because I have felt as though I would never do that. So then how, why is he doing that? And I found that confusing and a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I think you can't, but then again, you can't pick your family, but you certainly can pick your um, friends. And I think that's what we do. And that's why, that's why Christmas stories are so entertaining because you, you throw a whole lot of people yeah. together who may not even like each other no. or would never in a million years choose to hang out with each other. And then you've got to be civil and nice. And then you throw some um, daughter-in-laws and son-in-laws in there. and, and Yeah, and then all the people that those weirdos married. You're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like hang on a fucking second. This is chaos. It's a real interesting mix. But I reckon um, I've realised that my sister and I are similar in uh, a lot of ways, but then very, very different in a lot of other ways. And... The way that we've been raised, I guess, is pretty similar. Um, but then, I don't know, there's this real thing and the, the thing that I find, she really knows how to push my buttons, Ash. And um, I don't know, maybe it's because there's parts of her that I see in myself that I'm frustrated at myself for doing. But there is one thing that she has always done and that is if um, if we were little and we were playing a game, for instance, and she didn't get her way or she didn't get to be the main role or the princess or she had to be the boy in the play we were doing <laughs> that I would have made up, um, she would crack the shits and she'd walk away and then the roles would completely change where I would run after her <laughs> always. Come on, Ash, you, can, you have the pink one. You be the pink Power Ranger. I'll be the. I don't care. You do it. And she would. She was really good at getting her way, and she was very headstrong. And it's funny. I laughed to myself the other day because she still that role. That role continues to play out all of these years later, where I pulled her up on something that she'd said inappropriately in in front of somebody that I knew, and I was like, "You can't talk like that. You can't say that." She said, "You're like crack the sheets at me," and then and said, "All right." That's fine. I'm gonna go then, and then hung up in my ear. And this is a this week. Is so mature. A week and a half ago, and I've not spoken to her since. Yet I still find myself about three or four times. I've messaged her a really nice message, not apologising, but just you know, hope you're not stewing on it. Blah blah. You blah. might as well have apologised though. Yeah, but I may as well have. And then there've been about three or four times I go, oh, stuff it. I'm just gonna pick up the phone because this is just annoying. I'm gonna be the one and put. I'm gonna put my big girl pants on. I'm gonna be the more mature one and pick up the phone and. and call her back because this is just annoying now and I've and I've gone no you're not running after her anymore but she I've seen she does it to her boyfriend like our parents like I see the hang up in the ear on the phone is it's powerful it is so powerful and it's very oh, and manipulative you, oh. and you, you know the interesting thing is like you know you've become this big powerful business person apparently and my sister is this really quite you met her she's sweet and she's nice but yet, because I'm the youngest one, we get all together. I immediately go to the bottom of the pile. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird, funny. isn't it? Do, it's really weird. It, it is hysterical. And you know what? We all just slip into our own little paths. It's all fine. It's all, you know, <laughs> it is. I think it's, you know, so what happens is children definitely run through. It's yeah, so it's, bizarre. It's really interesting. Unless you try and break the chain. But I do. Not possible. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, 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 oh. It's tricky. I feel like for a while there, but then there's also bad behaviour, I think is the key. So when it's kind of innocent and you talk about it and you, you're, you're kind of being bossy and mucking around, it's different to 
also like my brother would like sometimes send me the most abusive texts and I was like, this has been a storyline since we were teenagers and yeah. it must stop. Yeah. You know, like there is also a line where I think with siblings, and I'm not saying this with Ash, but I am saying there is a line with siblings sometimes where bad behaviour yeah, yeah. can be also just kind of brushed under the carpet. Because that's just because, who they are or that's what they do. And because you or... cop that since a kid. So you think as an adult, well, that's just the way we are. And it's like, fuck that. I would never, ever stand for anyone talking to me like that. But I think it actually frustrates me more than any, more than ever because I used to be a phone hanger-upper. I used to do oh. that and it would make me feel oh, so... No, I used to do it's that karma. to... Yeah, for yeah, it is I, I used to do it to my boyfriend. Then he'd call back, and I'd cancel his calls. <gasps> That's evil. It's really Christy. bad. It was when we were, like years ago when we were first together. But I remember doing that and feeling feeling this kind of rush and this sense of Power. Um, control over the situation, where it's like I'll speak to you when I am ready. And um, and now I've just learnt that I'm like that is so immature, but, and it's mm. actually so much. So much more powerful to stay on the phone and sort it out and speak like adults, whereas before I thought that was being an adult, which was stamping, standing my ground and saying what I thought and being like, well, you just deal with it. I thought that's what being an adult kind of was. Mm. <laughs> well, that's no. what happens, particularly when you're a younger person. You, you, it's like you're trying on clothes. Yeah. Now, this yeah. is what the adult feels like, and that's why teenagers are so revolting. It's because so true. <laughs> because they're pretending to be adults. And adults don't act like teenagers do, but they go, well, hang on. I now have my own control and do what <laughs> yeah. I want. And it is like, wow. And that's why parents for a period of time, not for long, dislike their teenagers. Yeah. It's not so, all of them, only 90%. But it's funny. It's like even when you get into your first, like my first really big relationship where I moved in with him was with him for a very long time. Mm. I reckon we were both walking around mimicking like we thought, like living life like we thought we had to live. Like yeah. as, a, as a couple, this is what you do. This is how you do, blah, blah, blah. And we were unhappy and just pretending. Well, no, because you then you just, you go into more commitment, don't you? Like, well, it's like, like it's playing like house. What, yeah, it's finally weird. I was like, yeah. now nah, this is fucked. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go create my own adulthood because this is bad news. Reckon the girls are over sharers? Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. And speaking of that, that's exactly what I've done. Um, yeah. I am in like a new relationship and have really broken any kind of idea that I had of what a relationship should have looked like in my 20s. I fucked it all off and started fresh because I was like, there are too many messed up things that I've carried on and not great healthy habits what that is I've picked it, up. What is it... Um, that you think, I mean, that um, it'd be pretty hard to sum up in a couple of sentences, but what do you think it is where you go, this relationship looks completely new and completely different to what I what I believed when I was younger, what I was sold? I thought I thought um, love was... What are they? I, I thought love was heat. I thought love was passion. I thought love was... Um, you know, kind of mucking around party, you know, fun, which it is some of that now. Um, it definitely is fun, but it's a different innocent fun. It's, it's lighter and safer. And mm. some would look at maybe more boring. I don't know, but it, it, it's more soul nourishing. It's, it's um, enriching. Are you there, Janine? I am, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's different in that way. Yeah, it's it's so, more mature. Yeah, uh, someone asked me the other day how did, how would you describe that that like kind of flow of love in in and I was like stillness, which mm. is a weird thi- where it's like you're not trying, you don't really. I would say love. I would say love is knowing. 
People yeah. say come up to me and go, having being a little bit more senior than you girls and having kissed a few more frogs, probably. Yeah. Um, what you, what you, what you I've find, kissed a few, Janine. I've kissed a few. <laughs> no worries. Um, is that I think what you find is is the natural fact when you know, you know. So if you say um, you've met the man of your dreams, you think, and, you, and someone says to you, oh, do you think you're going to marry him or do you think he's the one? And if you go, mm, not sure, he might be one, then run. Unless you, mm. you, because when you meet the right one and you find true love, there is no atom of your being that believes that you're not in love. And I've been in the the, the long-term relationship with the unsureness and the doubt, and I've now jumped into something where from the beginning I got that feeling. And I, yeah. I thought for a long time, oh, maybe it will come. But I just was like, even though I look at you and go, shit, I don't know how it's you. Like sometimes mm. I look at him and go, I'm surprised that it's you, yeah. but I know it is you. Do you think that can come and go, that surety? No. No, I don't mm. think so either. No, I <laughs> you think... You know when you know. I, I mean, think... I, met, I met my husband and I was married it in was eight different. months and with another child at 12 months. Like, wow. you yeah. just you know, and we're 22 years in, so you do know. Oh, my, I mean, like, my man's after three really months old. is moving in. Like, it just, like, it was, yeah, it's been very different. Mm. Very, very yeah. different. And look, there's times when you don't like them. But that's yeah. okay. You always love them. But and you, but you still know it's weird. It's like you still, you don't, you're not the the not liking them isn't doubting the leaving. Like I think when no. I didn't like, I was like, oh, I should get out of this. Whereas this, I'm like, and it's very early days. But even when I'm annoyed, I know that it's a different annoyance. Mm. Like I'm like, you're annoying, but I still know. I'm, I know that I'll never. I don't want to go mm. away from that, even mm. though this is annoying. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting, and that's it's one of those things where I think as well, um, which I'm going to change my gem a little bit, was there we had a bit of a um, discussion last night that was two people trying desperately to get our points across and were communicating so differently, and neither, he, like he was kind of like, I mean this, and when I say the words, I forget what the word was, but it was one word, and he said it, like say, say something like, I don't know, um, I can't, I want to remember it, but it was something like, um, you'll take it in your stride. And I took it as something so different to the meaning that he was trying to say. Yeah. And it was like, we got gone and said good night. And I was like, that does not help me. Like, and I kind of was like, and he was like, hang on a second. You can't tell me what my intention of what that was. Like, you might have taken it a different way. Anyway, we had this, like, kind of this communication thing that I think may have been a fight, but I've never had a fight like that because it was, like, so tame and so civilised and so, like, well, no, you meant that and I've taken it as this and that's going to mean different things and then that's it. Well, then it just, that's, you know, well, that's, well, it's over. Like, it was just... So things don't have to be resolved. Yeah, and also it was didn't feel like a fight because it was like, well, you've come from where you've come from, you've come from where you've come from. Goodbye, like that was it. You but I think sometimes you have it. sometimes you have those conversations because you care too. You know what I mean? Like if you don't, if you cared less, you could be stewing on it and thinking about it, or and and not kind of bring it up. And I think the difference though is again is that, and I don't, I didn't even mean to make this my gem, but I think that it is that knowingness underneath that gives you security to be able to be really comfortable in going that this doesn't have to mean anything. Mm. You know, like you kind of, it, the littlest things are affected by, and as well as the big things where mm. you go, this little fight's not going to, it's, it's barely even a fight. It's just kind of a, I don't know, something where you're like, 
you're going to disagree, I'm going to disagree, and it doesn't have to mean any more than that. Is that the way things go down within your relationship, Janine? Uh, yeah, look, absolutely. One of the things, great things about me and my husband is that we actually turn to each other and go, I think one of us needs to travel. <laughs> we need yeah. some space. You know. Ah. And, and so we, and I think it's just being honest. You know, love you, babe, but uh, one of us needs to go somewhere for a little while. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. You know, you've got to miss them. And I think the most important thing about relationships is that you're two people, not one. And I think yeah. if you actually think that you're this joined at the hip, you have to do everything together, then then that's when you forget it. But you've you know, both got to be people. those two people individually. I think if one person wants to be that individual person and the other person, because I reckon I was the person in my last relationship where I thought we were one and that, and that other person was like, no, I've got to have my own life. I yeah. was the one. And yeah. I think, and then I was like, this is never going to work because I'm, I don't know myself yeah. and I'm not, I'm not. Not yeah, sure of myself yeah. and I was like so I I was constantly hanging on him you know like yeah, and that I know that that was definitely one of the things that didn't help but I love that it's not I need space it's we one of us needs to yeah which is a decision uh, that you can make very, together yeah that's a cool way of, do, of Janine doing it Janine Alice it's been an absolute delight you can find Janine at Janine Alice on Instagram or janinealice.com.au um, you're a real, real ray of light, aren't you? Thank you so much. Well, actually, if you saw what I was doing right this second... We um, can I'm hear actually... something's going yeah, on. Well, what's going on in yeah. the background? Do you I'm want to fill us a, in? I'm, I'm actually riding a horse. You you're are joking! So I'm sitting here at this beautiful, what at this beautiful thing fuck? riding riding by my family. My family look at me going, are you coming? So I thought, fine, I'll hop on the course. I have a chat with <laughs> girls. I have a beautiful ride around, a bit of a trot. Oh, Janine, that Janine. is the most stunning thing. We have had chicks record podcasts in wardrobe, in the wardrobes, the cars, in a yeah. changing room, but never, ever have we had anybody record the podcast on a horse. <laughs> okay, so, well, you hear, well, you hear the click, click, and you hear the up and down. Well, that's what I'm doing. Let, can we just give <laughs> yeah, it a silence for 10 seconds and see so if we, we can, can hear, hear it? All right. Okay, we've got to go because we want your safety. But just in what you're doing, you have just summed up everything that we've said. Yeah, true, you know, true, like yeah. it really is just you are living what you speak, lady. Yeah, it really is action <laughs> imitating your life. Um, yeah, you are living the dream. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, it. Janine. Pleasure, girls. It was a fun. It was good fun. Yeah, and thanks for actually talking to me while I'm on my ride. Oh, thanks for <laughs> taking us with you yeah, on the ride. Really to be honest, that. Um, if you want to listen to any of the other shows, thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the episodes. Till next week. Bye. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.